What's up, guys, and welcome to the Underground Student Podcast. We are so glad that you are tuning in with us. Make sure you join us on Wednesday nights at 645 at Riverside Community Church. Make sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. We can't wait to see you guys. Enjoy. We've been in a series called Fire, and uh, it's been good. Who was encouraged by Pastor Sam last Wednesday? Pastor Sam, let's scream really loud if you're encouraged. Um, pastors and so many, uh, I just love every time he speaks here at Wednesday night. Y'all, front row, don't make me do it. I don't want to do it. Don't make me do it. Tonight's not the night. Tonight's not the night. All right, so we've been in a series called Fire, and if you are taking notes on your phone or in a notebook, I want you to write this down. And if you have your phone out, you better be taking notes. I better not hear, see no flashes. I better not see no videos or TikToks being played, because I will jump down in the middle of my message, and I'll steal your phone if I have to. But I want you to write this down. The title of my message is Reflame the Fire, all right? Can everybody say fire? Say reflame. Say reflame. Reflame the fire. I'm going to be distracted with this. Who wants it? Jacob, take that. I'm going to be distracted with that piece of paper. Uh, once you have that, you can bring it up here. Um, the reflame, the fire. And so tonight, I want to just jump right into this because uh, I love this idea of this whole fire series we've been in. And if you haven't noticed, it's actually been an acronym for fire. And on uh, two weeks ago, I talked about faith. And Sam, last week, he talked about igniting, and tonight we're going to be talking about reflaming, and my guy's got me a piece of paper. This will be used for later. Thank you. See how this works out. Um, This will be a demonstration later. I just forgot it. Um, So we are in tonight talking about reflaming the fire, and I don't know about you, but so many of us, I believe we need to reflame the fire that's inside of us for Jesus because I think so often we forget the fire, we forget, we lose the passion for Jesus, we lose the desire to follow after him sometimes, something comes up in our life and we forget what he's done for us. How many of you went to Thrive Conference this past year with Underground? All right, a few of you, a few of you, that's okay. How many of you have ever been to like a Christian concert? Anywhere, anywhere? Okay, a few more, a few more. Who's been to Mission Peoria in the room? Probably like three people because hardly any of you have ever been. Um, But I name off all these things because so often when we go to like a youth retreat, when we go to a youth conference, when we go to like a Thrive, a Mission Peoria, it's fun, it's energetic, it's crazy, it's filled with Jesus all week long, it's filled with worship all week long or all weekend, and those moments are so fun just to be in the room. So if you've never been to any of those, little plug for Mission Peoria coming up, y'all should go because it's so much fun. But uh, those things are so fun and so energetic, and it gets the fire burning inside of you for Jesus, right? You go to hear about Jesus. You go to have a good time. You go to learn more about him and how to have a relationship with him. But for so many of us, the fire that we feel in those places eventually fade away when we get home. And for some of you that have never experienced that, you don't maybe even know what that's like, but maybe here on a Wednesday night when you come to youth group, you've experienced Jesus, you've had an encounter with him, maybe somebody up here, like last week, maybe Pastor Sam spoke something over you that has just been challenging you over the last week, or maybe when I speak something, it challenges you, but so often we lose that fire for Jesus, right? We lose that fire to to be on fire for him. See, and I think there's a reason why. So often we go back to our life, right? So you go to a concert or you come on a Wednesday night and afterwards you go home, you go back to your life, you go back to your friend group, you go back to your family, and we fall back into the habits that we've always been in. 
and nothing really changes and nothing's really different except we've had an encounter with Jesus. We had a moment with Jesus for a weekend, six days, whatever it looked like. That's the only thing that's changed. But other than that, we just go back to the way it used to be. See, we fall back into our bad habits. We fall back into saying the same things that we always used to say. We fall back into the life choices that we used to make. We fall back into hanging out with the same kind of people. And I only say all of this because I shared with you two weeks ago, this used to be me. I used to go to all these different conferences. I used to go to Mission Peoria all the time, Christian bands. I used to do all of these things, youth retreats. We used to have a youth retreat here at Underground called Abandon. Um, and we haven't had it for the last few years just because of COVID, and we're trying to figure out something new. But we've had these conferences, and every year I would go to these conferences, be on fire for Jesus, and then what would happen would, I would come home, I would go back to Arizona at the time, and I would just fall back into the lifestyle that I was living. I would fall back into the same patterns that I was living, and the same friendships that I had, and nothing really changed, nothing really evolved, nothing was really different. And this is what happens when we have a momentary encounter with Jesus, and I want to encourage you with this. A moment of fire doesn't stay lit, but a lifestyle of fire stays lit. And see, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that saying? I mean like a moment, a weekend at a conference, a week-long mission trip, whatever it looks like, those momentary things will not last forever. They will not keep the fire burning inside of you for Jesus forever. Eventually that fire is going to fade. Eventually that fire is going to go away. See, if you expect on a Wednesday night to come in here, get you have a passion for Jesus lit inside of you. That's amazing. That's great. But then if you go for the rest of the week without reading your Bible, talking to Jesus, coming to church on Sunday, you're missing out. And that fire will eventually fade and you'll get to Saturday, you'll get to Friday, and your buddies will want to go do something or you'll be watching something that you know you shouldn't be watching. And that fire and that passion that you had will slowly drift away. But see, I like the end part of a lifestyle. But if you have a lifestyle of fire, which means if you choose to read your Bible every day, if you choose to pray and talk to God every day, if you choose to come to church and come to Wednesday nights every single day, you will have a lifestyle of a fire burning inside of you for Jesus. And so many of us, we have the first option. We'll come to underground, we'll come to church, and then when we're out of here, we're out of here. And we're going to be a different person. We're going to act a different way. We're going to be somebody that we're not supposed to be. And we don't have the lifestyle of fire that we need. And tonight, that's kind of what I want to talk about. And that's the idea because I think we so often, and I'm speaking from my own experience, that we lose that fire. And see, I want us to learn that when we're in a space, and we're diving into it, so I hope you're all right with that. But when we get into a space, when we get into the mindset of being sad or angry or annoyed or tempted or we're depressed or we're anxious or we're worried... I don't want us to be in a space where we're not on fire for Jesus. Because when we're in those spaces, when we're sad, we're angry, annoyed, tempted, depressed, anxious, worried, it's so easy to fall into those traps of doing the wrong thing. When you're sad, thinking the wrong things. When you're angry, saying the wrong things. When you're anxious you're, or you're worried, you're just constantly worrying about things that you shouldn't be worried about. But see, when we get into these spaces here, I want you to write these down. When you get into the space of being anything that I just said, I want you to go to Jesus. We should go to Jesus. And what does that mean? We should go to, we should start reading our Bible. We need to talk to him. We need to go to him with everything. We need to run to church. I know this building is op really open on Sundays or on Wednesdays, but see, I'm not talking about the physical building of a church. I'm talking about the church body, which is people. When I say run to the church, I mean run to me. Text me, call me, run to your youth group leader. Text them, call them when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling anxious. See, we need to talk to God. 
You need to open up. I've shared so many times with you in this space. It's so easy to talk to God. I told you I've talked to him on the toilet before. That's how easy it is. Like, it's so easy to have a conversation with God and just to tell him how you're feeling. What are you going through? How anxious are you? Telling him to, hey, God, take this worry from me. Take this temptation from me. And finally, we need to read our Bible. So many of you maybe have a Bible, and if you don't have a Bible, I encourage you to come ask me for one because I want to put a Bible in your hand because it's so important for you to be able to read a Bible. And if you don't know, on your phone, you can actually download the YouVersion app, which is an amazing Bible that has Bible plans on it, has the whole Bible on it, and so many different versions. And I encourage you to download it if you don't have it. But we should be doing all four of these things. We should be go. We should go, run, talk, and read all these different things to Jesus, to church, to God, to the Bible, because those are the things that are going to help us when we're in that space of being anxious or being depressed or being worried or being sad or angry or whatever it is that you are struggling with. See, I want to give you the definition of reflame. I love definitions because it helps us to understand what we're talking about. And I literally just Googled reflame. You could do it on your phone right now, and you'll know what I'm about to say. The definition of reflame is to kindle again into a flame to relight. To kindle again. And see, we've been talking about uh, Daniel chapter 3, right? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And I hope by now you've maybe gone back and you've read Daniel chapter 3 and you'll know a little bit more about the story of the fiery furnace. But I want to go back to something that happened prior to Daniel chapter 3. And I thought this was so perfect for what we were going to talk about tonight. But Daniel chapter 2 verse 47 says this. The king answered and said to Daniel, truly your God is God of gods and Lord of lords and king of kings, and revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this mystery. See, I love this because King Nebuchadnezzar is talking to Daniel, who's the author of Daniel, and he's basically telling Daniel that he recognizes who his God is. Daniel basically, God revealed a mystery to Daniel, and Daniel told the king about this mystery, and now King Nebuchadnezzar is like, man, you serve an amazing God. Your God is the king of kings. Your God is the God of God. He's a revealer of mysteries. He saw what God was capable of. He saw what God could do, right? But then as we know the story and we continue on, King Nebuchadnezzar is a human just like us and just like you, and basically what happened was he fell into a trap of forgetting who God was. He forgot the conversation that he had with Daniel. And we get to Daniel chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. And it says this, And the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, languages, that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that the king Nebuchadnezzar has set up. See, I don't know if you made that connection, but basically... King Nebuchadnezzar realized what God was capable of, what our God was capable of, but then what happened is he fell back into the world. He probably fell back into the temptations of what other people were telling him, and he built this golden image for people to worship. He didn't tell people to worship the God of Daniel. He didn't tell people to bow down to that God. Instead, later on, he made this golden image, and he told everybody to bow down to it. God, he forgot about what God was capable of, and the king fell back into the world. So now, I don't know how this is going to work, but I uh, totally forgot that I was doing this, but we're just going to see how it goes, because I might burn the stage down. Sorry, Pastor Michael, if the church burns down. But uh, we're just going to try this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it with one hand. Does this even work, Sam? Did you give me a lighter that works? Oh, all right. Okay, so I want to show you this real quick. This right here, this piece of paper represents us, right? 
This is you, Josiah, all right? This is me, all right? This is Ethan, this is you. Ethan, okay, we all get it? This is us, all right? This is us. This paper represents us, okay? And basically, the fire represents Jesus, represents God, represents church, represents the Bible, represents everything that, you know, we come here to listen and to hear about, right? And basically, what happens is we go to church, we go to underground, we go to a conference, we go to a church event, whatever it looks like, and we hear about Jesus, we get on fire for Jesus, uh, I'm praying this works. If not, we have a fire extinguisher, right? We go, we go to a conference. We go and do all these things, and basically, we get on fire for Jesus, right? I just burned my finger. Do you like that? Oh, it's not going to burn. Come on. This is not going to work if it doesn't work out, all right? We get on fire for Jesus, right? And we start to, we start to burn. We start to get on fire, right? It's not. We had a whole fire pit here in one time, all right? And so we just start burning on fire for Jesus, right? This is you. This is us. And Jesus is taking over, right? Jesus is taking over the fire. He's taking over the flame. See, it's really lighting on fire. See? Woo! All right? I'm going to put it out before we die. Sorry about the new stage, y'all. But we get lit on fire for Jesus, right? And we end up dissipating to nothing. But eventually, see, what happens is, is the fire goes out, right? That's not going to stay lit forever. And if I had a tray, I would have let it burn completely out before I had to drop it because it was going to light my hand on fire. But basically what happens is the fire inside of you will eventually fade away. So when you go to a church event, when you go to a conference, when you do all these different things, you might be on fire for Jesus. But what happens is is you're going to go back to the world. You're going to go back to what you used to do. You're going to go back and fall away. And that fire is just going to go away. But to be able to maintain the fire, to be able to maintain it so we don't burn out, we have to read our Bible. We have to talk with God. We have to come to church. And the biggest one I want to challenge you with is we have to listen in church. We have to listen at a conference or wherever you're at and apply what we learn at our life or what we learn in that moment to our life. I think so many times the, the, the easiest thing we forget to do is we forget to apply what we learn to our life. We come to church and we hear all about what uh, Jesus is doing, what God can do in your life. We hear about all these things, but then when we leave these doors, when we leave this building, we go back to our world and we forget what God told us. We forget the word that God spoke over us. We forget what we read in Daniel chapter 3 when we were reading uh, the night before. We forget the things that God spoke to us. But so often, we need to keep coming back. We need to keep reading our Bible. We need to keep coming to church. We need to keep talking to God. See, I love this generation so much. You guys, I, I love being here. I love the job that I have because I get to inspire you. I get to most importantly tell you about Jesus. I get to tell you about the mistakes that I've made. I get to tell you about the things that I did wrong so that way you don't make the same mistakes that I did. And I love this generation because you guys have so much potential. So much potential, man. I see some of the talents, some of the abilities that you guys have, and it literally amazes me because some of y'all are better at doing things than I am. And you guys have so much potential, but so often, I just see so many of you just throwing that out the window. Some of you don't really pay attention when I'm talking on a Wednesday night. Some of you have great leadership qualities, but you're not leading people well. So many of you have gifts that you can share with other people, but maybe you're using that gift for something else that you know you shouldn't be using it for. And all of you have so much potential to offer to this world and to other people, but so often you're just throwing it out the window and we're forgetting 
what God is doing in your life or you're not paying attention to what God could do in your life. See, some of us, some of you in this room, my heart is that you would have a serious encounter with Jesus. For so many of you, you really just need to invite God in. Because some of you may not, might not have Jesus in your heart. You might be like me when I was in youth group and you might just show up, say that you went to church, and then go home. I used to do that all the time. I, many of you come to youth group more than I went to youth group. And I literally hate myself for not coming to youth group every single Wednesday night. I wish I would have. I wish I would have. But some of you need to invite Jesus in to have a real authentic relationship with him. See, some of you, maybe you just need to reflame that fire that's inside of you. Maybe some of you, you've had a relationship with Jesus, but it's gone away. It's burned out. It's disappeared. It doesn't exist anymore. And you need to reflame the fire that is inside of you. See, I love the ending of the story of Daniel chapter 3 because the king ended up turning his heart to Jesus and to God. And it says this, Daniel 3, 29. Therefore, I make a decree. Any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their house Houses laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. See, the king, not only a chapter later, realized who God was. And then a few verses later, built this golden image for other people to worship. And then not in the same chapter, a few verses later, he's now turning his heart again back to God and saying, everyone is going to bow down to this God because he is the God that is going to rescue us. He is the God that is going to save you. The king had to reflame the fire that was inside of him and passion for God. And see, some of us, I think we need to reflame our fire. Some of us, we need to relight the fire inside of us for Jesus. And see, that's what tonight is about, and I'm keeping it short and sweet. Tonight, that's what tonight is about, is to reflame your heart to be on fire for Jesus. See, tonight... Some of you need to get your priorities straight. And I just want to have a real authentic conversation. And I know some of you hate when I talk. I know some of you don't like to listen, and that's okay. But some of us, we need to get our priorities straight. For some of us, like I said, you just need to, have, you just need to invite Jesus in. And that's what I want to do tonight. And so real quick, I just want everybody to close your eyes. All right, just close your eyes. If you're on your phone, put it away. If you're sitting next to somebody that's going to mess around with you, move. I don't care. Because I want this to be a moment between you and God, all right? Between you and God only. And I'll give you a little advice. This is what I do when I close my eyes. When I close my eyes in these moments, I picture God sitting on his throne, all right? And for some of you, I don't know who it is. I don't know who's speaking, I don't know who Holy Spirit is speaking to right now, but if you feel like right now that there's something, someone speaking to you about something that you have done in your life, somewhere you've gone in your life, maybe something you've said in your life, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you right now about something that you need to change, about something that you need to do differently. 
And tonight, I don't know if this message spoke to somebody. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking about. I don't know the background that you've come from. I don't know where you've been in life. But if tonight spoke to you and you are one of these people that just, man, I need to reflame the fire that's inside of me, man. I, I went to a conference and, and I fell away or I, I did something wrong and I fell away and I need to come back or you just need to relight the fire inside of you or maybe you, you just need to ask Jesus in. You've never done it. You've never had that opportunity. You've never had that moment. If those two things resemble you, I want you to raise your hand and just put it high in the sky. If that's you, just raise it up high and don't ignore the feeling that's on the inside of you. You can put your hands down. See, God wants to challenge you individuals that raised your hand, but also he wants to challenge everybody in this room. And I pray that you didn't just raise your hand to just raise your hand. My prayer is that you are raising your hand because you realize that you need to change the way that you are living right now. You need to change some of the decisions that you are making, some of the choices that you're making. You can open your eyes. And so what's going to happen is when you leave this space, when you leave this room, remember what happened here. And I'm sure there's some people that didn't raise their hand, and that's okay, but you know what God is speaking to you. You know how he's challenging you. And so we're going to pray, and we're going we're gonna to do what we call a salvation prayer. And I want everybody, everyone's just going to, we're all going to close our eyes and bow our heads, and everyone's going to repeat after me whether you raised your hand or whether you didn't raise your hand. And you're just going to repeat after me. And this is going to be a moment between you and God to just invite him in with whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with. So, all right? So everyone just bow your heads, close your eyes. You're going to repeat right after me. It's going to be weird, but we're going to go with it. Everyone say, dear Jesus, I just ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of the things that I've done the sins I've committed, Lord, I ask you to lead me, to guide me, and to show me what I'm supposed to do and who I'm supposed to be. Lord, let your Holy Spirit come in me and begin to use me. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, you can clap for that. Tonight, I'm ending, I'm going to pray, and we're going to get out of here, but I challenge each and every single one of you to really reflame the fire inside of you constantly. Don't let that fire go away, because too often we let it go away, and we make mistakes, and we make choices that we shouldn't make. And so tonight, we're not going to go to small groups, but what we're going to do instead is my leaders are going to be available. They're going to be in this room. And so if you need to talk to one of your leaders, you need to talk to me, uh, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to find somebody that can pray for you. And whatever that looks like, that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to let it be a one-on-one situation. And so if you don't need that, you can go downstairs, you can go outside, you can do whatever you want to. But that's going to be, this is going to be a moment in here where God can speak to somebody and our leaders can pray. And so I'm going to pray over everybody. And if that's you, find a leader, find me, come talk to us. Um, But other than that, we're going to go home and we're going to get out of here. So, Lord, I just thank you tonight for every single person in this room. 
Lord, I just ask right now that you would begin to reflame the fire that's inside of us, God. Begin to reflame the mistakes that we made, God, so we can have a fire burning bright for you. And Lord, I ask that you would just be with every single person in this room as they leave, as they go out from here, God, that you would begin to challenge them, God, that you would protect them, God, that you would help them to make the best choices that they can possibly make. And so, Lord, we ask that you do what only you can do in their lives, Lord, and we ask that you would protect us and keep us safe. And in Jesus' name, amen.